This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Today on the TMZ Podcast... Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Derek here. Cashay McClay. So, uh, we're going to start with this crazy story. We got this video that's just so graphic, brutal, um, of this um, the OnlyFans model, um, an Instagram model who is basically covered in blood. Uh, this after her apparent boyfriend uh, was murdered. Yeah, it's, it's Well, I, you know, I shouldn't say murder. Because that's a conclusion. He was killed, shot, I believe, correct? Uh, stabbed. Stabbed. Stab, excuse me. He was stabbed. It may not be murder if it's self-defense, and we don't know what it is. That's right. I mean, it's a chilling video. You see the aftermath of it. Obviously, you don't see the incident, but she is covered in blood. She's wearing a black sort of sports bra, which we have since found out was the outfit she was wearing previously in the day because she is active on social media. She did a video where she was just talking to her fans in the same sort of outfit. And that's how it was put together. Now, the attorney for Christian Ambuselli, who was the man who was killed uh, during this incident. Well, he doesn't have an attorney. I, I think, oh, sorry. He doesn't have an attorney. The, the, the victim's <laughs> me, family. Folks. I just want to explain. That <laughs> you no that, longer get representation. Now, now, yeah. that, now that there is another justice uh, on the U.S. Supreme Court or go, uh, from Harvard, we should just say you don't always have to be brilliant to go to Harvard. So go on, Derek. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, the family of the victim uh, does have uh, counsel and says it is this woman, Courtney Taylor, who is an Instagram model, as Harvey said. She's also in a G-Eazy music video. She's a pretty big deal. Now, we don't know the circumstances of this because... This this woman was placed on a psychiatric hold, mm-hmm. and the details from the incident. But are she was not arrested. Public, yeah. She was arrested and then placed on the psychiatric hold. Because they said hold. she said right. she uh, threatened to kill herself. Right. So, so she was she was arrested, mm-hmm. taken to the station, threatened to kill herself, and then placed on a psychiatric hold. We don't know how that's going to come out because it, you know usually these psychiatric holds are three days max, and then they're going to have to make a decision: do we charge her uh, with? It, this appears to be some it, it, domestic violence kind of it thing. It does. That's what the police were called out for, a domestic violence incident. But you're right. A lot remains to be seen because when you're put on a psych hold, you have there's self-defense that could come up. There's uh, temporary insanity. All sorts of defenses can come into play for Courtney that we don't know how this will play out. We do know the cops were called. It was domestic violence of some sort. And a man ended up So killed. she has not yet been charged. We don't know if she will be charged. She could be charged with murder. And, you know, if she's charged with murder, she could make an insanity defense. She could make a self-defense defense. Uh, or, you know, they may not charge her because they may say it was self-defense. We don't know what they're going to say. And the human side of this is just completely heartbreaking and disturbing. Like, if you go to her Instagram, the couple were seen, they were seen together a lot. They were more so lovey-dovey. And, and now just this video is going to be, you know, the last video people are seeing. It shows you the difference between the, the social media image of a relationship mm-hmm. versus the reality. I mean, this is as stark as it gets, obviously. It's not right. usually this this different, but yeah, just, just a tragic You scene. can go to TMZ.com, you can see this whole video, but it is just, oh man, I'll tell you. Uh, okay, huge um, event last night in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kardashians basically took over a portion of Hollywood. They closed some of the streets down uh, for the premiere of their Hulu show, and pretty much all of them showed up, except, by the way, except Kendall, yeah. which is interesting. Oh. But all the guys but showed up. But her tequila up. was there. All <laughs> the guys showed up. 
Um, Travis Barker showed up. Pete Davidson showed mm -hmm. up. Scott Disick showed up. Kanye did not show up. Of course. Um, but I'm sure Kanye will be featured in the show. So it was a big deal. Um, I'd like to say they're back, but they never really win anywhere. They're back on television. This is, they, a they this is a different kind of show. The production value, um, Brad, our news director, went to it. Mm -hmm. uh, and he, he said that the production value is much better than it was on cable, uh, which you could expect, mm -hmm. right? Um, and it's very cool. They have a drone that kind of traverses one of the homes at the beginning of the show. So it's interesting. Um, and it was good. Here's the problem with it. The problem with it is that it starts with Kim wondering things about Kanye, whether, you know, Saturday Night Live and all. Mm -hmm. It feels like ancient history. I, and, I, the, and, the, and the problem now with social media and their fans is if people are really into them and up to date, mm -hmm. when you back it up and show it in real time, you could view it as, oh, I get to see stuff behind the scenes, or you could view it as old news. I, I agree completely. It's like you're in a quaint documentary all of a sudden. If she's talking about, you know, pleasant things about taking Kanye to, to SNL and all this mm -hmm. stuff, it is. It's ancient history, but not ancient enough to be an interesting documentary, just sort of old enough to feel like old news. I think that's the sort of spot there. And that's what's going to be interesting to see how uh, viewers react to this, because, you know, is it... You know what happened, but you want to see it on the inside or, God, that happened so long ago. Why are we talking about whether Kanye can get back with Kim? They're already divorced. Well, to be fair, I do think people kind of want to know how it went down because Kim, for the most part, had this image as she was going through everything. Kanye was sort of like, you know, more candid. So I think people will be interested just to see her thought process and how everything played out internally. I am just shocked that somehow these guys who have no relationship to reality TV suddenly get involved in reality TV. Pete Davidson. Um, They're swept into the world. Travis Barker. I mean, well, honest to God, it's it's just, it's, I don't know. It's they're huge celebrities in their own right. Travis right. Barker is a hugely famous drummer. Pete Davidson is on SNL, still the biggest sketch comedy show in the world. And there he is standing off to the side and Isn't letting it, Kim run say, the red carpet. It's I wild that, to me. I love that, though. He's kind of like playing his role. He let Kim go down the red carpet by herself. He waited on the side. Um, he They weren't all over each other like Courtney. But so I think he's being really smart about being there just enough, but not too much. He's playing it so carefully. He's yeah. playing it so expertly, this entire relationship. It'll be interesting to see if he keeps that up. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Courtney and Travis, there was something that came out yesterday that I think is really interesting. Um, when we broke the story about this Las Vegas wedding chapel, based on our recon, we knew that they were serious about wanting to get married. Uh, for various reasons, we knew this. Mm -hmm. We were actually told by the chapel that they had a license. They, it turns out, didn't. Now it came out, Courtney said, yeah, it's true. We really did want to get married and we tried to get a license but we couldn't because they were closed. Here's the interesting thing about that. The marriage license bureau there closes at midnight. Mm. They were they showed up at the chapel at 1.30. They left the Grammys knowing that they were going to do this. The chapel was, the, 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 license, the wedding license bureau was still open, right? Yeah. So they what? could have done it. And I guess the question is, were they talked out of it by somebody because they their intention that see that's why they said when they called the chapel you are to take no photographs they brought mm -hmm. their own photographer why would you do that with a fake wedding to be honest God. i think she just got too wasted like they just were like no they no it's not that they wanted to get married 
but they wanted to get logistically. Married. But they, logistically, did they, decide- they could have just gone to the marriage. I mean, I think they intended to go and somehow got talked out of it. I really do. She's like stumbling in the video. It's just like, I don't know. They probably planned it in their mind. Cachet, but- cachet. It would not be the first couple to get married wasted. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the interruption. <laughs> it would not be the first uh, okay. couple. I think, I think the exception is more fact, sober wedding. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Uh, you seem to be too with it. Can you go and have a few drinks and come back? Yeah. Elvis typically doesn't preside over sober, sober. nice nuptials. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> so my question is. You say talked out of it. Who do you think makes that call? I don't Someone, know. some Chris, outside counsel, I don't some know. agent, some something. Somehow, something tells me eventually you call Chris Jenner. I think so mm-hmm. too. When all of this is writing on, you know, the uh, the Hulu show is about to come out. At mom a point, still you, runs things. Hey, mom, I, I don't know, but su- but it's weird to me because when as soon as Courtney said that yesterday, I thought, you see, because I, it, it, everything we knew was that they wanted to get married. And again, we were told they had a license. The fact that we were told this, that they had a license, makes me think they were aware. And they clearly were aware because they, they apparently tried to get it because mm-hmm. they found out that it was closed at midnight. That's right. But they, but they intended to get married before that. Do you think they were just running late? Didn't the, the person we talked to said that they said, oh, we'll be there at two. He was like, uh, I have another wedding tomorrow. I kind of don't want to wait that long. Like, I think it's just could it be like a. No, they wanted to get married in the middle of the night. Okay. That's why they called up and said, don't have a photographer there. Here's what I know. The fact that we're trying to unravel the mystery of their <laughs> late night Vegas wedding in such precise detail tells me that this show's going to be a huge success, right? This Hulu show, they're still objects of fascination. Courtney has never been the, the most popular mm-hmm. Kardashian, but even her nuptials in Vegas, we're trying to tease apart. This show's going to be huge. And it's different because one thing I noticed with the production values is the old show they outgrew. They were not as famous when they started that show and just sort of outgrew that show. This one, it's all glam. They are Hollywood stars now. You know, in, in a way that he never sort of could catch up with who yeah. they became, I, yeah. I thought. And and like you said, Courtney is now like the big name now, but like Kylie, she seems to be taking the backdrop. Obviously, she was pregnant probably for the most part and having a kid. Um, but I, I am interested to see more and hear more from her because she's been more quiet on social media and in general. She's the enigma. Yeah, Ky- Kylie, you're talking about. Or, sorry, yeah, Kylie. Yeah, I agree. Are you I, gonna, I'm are most you, fascinated by. Are her. you going to watch? I will watch this one. Are you going to watch? I think so. Yeah, we've been hearing so much about them. I feel like we have to watch. Okay. I feel like if we don't watch Harvey, you'll be very upset. Yeah, <laughs> we have to at least give it a shot. Okay. I'll watch Bill Maher. You call me and tell me. <laughs> oh. <what happened. laughs> are you ready to shop? Ragaton's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Ragaton is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Uh, Billy Bush. So um, I think this is such an interesting Will Smith angle. That, you know, everybody's saying Will Smith's canceled, Will Smith's never coming back. 
I just think this is also ridiculous. I mean, we have covered celebrities for 17, almost 17 years now. And I, oh God, I can't believe that. <laughs> You're getting wish, some perspective now too, thing, huh? I wish I could say I wow. was so young when we started it, but I wasn't even young when we started it. Oh my God. The thundering realization just setting over Can you I tell in you, that moment. It's happening. Yeah, it yeah. happens. No, it, it you, you don't even know. Uh, anyway, uh, so, you know, for all these years we've covered celebrities and everybody takes a snapshot and says that... That will define them for the rest of their lives, their lowest moment. It almost never happens that way. And it's not going to happen that way with Will Smith, even though a lot of people do the same thing, which is to take the snapshot and say it's over. So Billy Bush, who has been through the same thing where he was canceled, he was fired at NBC. He got a divorce. Um, he really was on the ropes after this Access Hollywood bus thing with Donald Trump. So with all of that, you know, Billy Bush has been working on himself, clearly working on himself for years now, for five years. And we got him out. We found him actually in Beverly Hills at, at Judy's Deli, which is right by his therapist's office, which he told us about. And he said, "I, you know, I'm going to my therapy, uh, my therapist, which is great. And he had some advice for Will Smith. And it turned out he reached out to Will Smith through his publicist. And what he said, I thought was really interesting. There's some talk that, you know, he might be done in Hollywood forever and never, never crazy. another role. Crazy. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. I, one moment does not define your life, even one as bad as that. He snapped. I can't believe it. I don't think that guy's hurting enough. He's hurting. So I just don't want to see anyone unnecessarily pile on the guy. Leave him alone. I reached out to a, a publicist and I said to his and I said, listen, there's a wonderful book. I want to send him. It's called The Daily Stoic. I'd like everyone to pick it up. The Daily Stoic. It's a great book. It's about what was true 2,000 years ago is true today. We're all wired a certain way. Some things happen. How do we respond? Everyone you can't control events. Chance. You can't control events. You can only control how you react to them. Yeah, you're right. I think that's so, you know, I am as interested in Billy Bush as I am Will Smith in this. Yeah, you know what he offered was perspective. The, the, the snapshot, the burning intensity of the news cycle is intense. Look at Will Smith went through it. It's all anyone talked about for over a week, right? Um, but the arc of life is long and he's much more thoughtful about it. But that moment with the Access Hollywood video was intense for him and everything fell apart all at once. And now he's come through. He's really come out the other side. He's obviously worked a lot on himself and he knows that life is not a moment. Life is Life. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. I think uh, Will Smith, like we said last time, he's a good guy. He made a bad decision, bad mistake. Um, and I think he'll come back from this. I mean, he has a lot of good cushion to fall back on. His track record is pretty much clean. And I think it just matters how he comes back from this. That will, that will, he could be even more beloved and, and to show people you can make a mistake and, and come back from it. You know, it. I, yeah. here, here's the problem I have with this. You can come back from, who is telling him to go away? Because somebody, uh, hold on, I'm making a point here. <laughs> somebody is telling him to go away for us to be having a discussion of him coming back. So who is telling Will Smith he needs to go away? There are a lot of people. Who? I mean, I, I'm not asking the, for an individual. Where is it coming from? Social is media it coming mob. from? Yes. Yeah. yeah. A very loud minority of Why people. Why are yes. we listening to them still? Why because are we listening to these crazies? And I'm not saying they're wrong on this, but it's like this 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 mob, cancel him, cancel him, cancel him, cancel him. It's like why are we why are we letting these people control America? 
Because they are controlling America. Oh, yeah. Because these cor- that's why Netflix put his movie on pause. Because mm-hmm. they're so fucking scared of the mob going after the production company or the network for, you know, because you didn't listen to us. You didn't cancel him. Why are we listening to a mob? I think the concern is that the mob, which is a small vocal minority, let's call them on Twitter, the Twitter mob, mm-hmm. if you don't listen to their demands, they worry that the mob will proliferate and that the mob will gather steam if they make decisions that the mob has God now help, called out. God help it's, this country if that happens. Yeah, I think it does, though, pretty often. It, like people uh, like group together and they and they say, we're not going to go to Disney. We're not going to watch Netflix. We're not going to do this. And it works. But you know what? Here's the thing about that. Because the mob is on both sides, both extremes, the yes. left and the right. Yes. And the funny thing about that is, is that when you look at the left reacting to the Marjorie Taylor Greens to say, you know, go away and all this. The left is not afraid to say that. And and frankly, I she's crazy. Yeah. And and so and the right I, reaction and to the it. AOCs. And 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 the left can understand doing that to the right, and the right can understand doing that to the left, but neither can understand the other doing it to them. Well, that's to, right. And that's the weird part about this. And that, you're right. We shouldn't be, uh, I guess, succumb to a mob, but I do think accountability is fair. Like when someone makes a mistake or says something. But who I do makes think- that decision? Who's the one that judges that? I think I think the general population is fair to have a consensus that something is wrong. But there's wrong. no general population vote. What I'm saying is this is a megaphone on Twitter. Yeah. For this case. For all cases. That's what America has become. But it's for- like who's getting canceled today? Who's well, it's get- like holding people accountable is a little different than being canceled. And Cash- I'm not talking Cash- about Cash- when you Smith. talk about holding accountable, some of the things that the mob wants to hold people accountable right. are fucking ridiculous. I agree with that. And I don't think that's true in this case. I'm just saying the reason why people uh, sort of voice their opinion on social media sometimes is to hold people accountable or just sort of make sure that they keep checks and balances. I'm not saying it's right, but that is the idea behind it. And but, in this but, case, it's, it's pretty obnoxious. Well, I think big, it's a the terrible big, idea. The big question is, you're right, the megaphones are on the... I don't know the, why I'm so triggered by no, that. No, I, I like it. The big question is the, the megaphones are on the right and the hard right and the hard left. And then there's the silent majority right in the middle. But where do they stand? I, I'm I, not yeah, sure. And, and, and it's really true. And what I hate about the yeah. silent majority is... That I believe. Speak up. No, I believe in that, but the problem is it emanates from Richard Nixon. It sure does. And I can't stand that. (laughs) And when you hear it from me. I know, but it's true. I mean, there is a, most of the country is in the middle, middle left, middle right. And the extremes have just taken over and it's not reflecting what most people believe. Yet the companies that make these decisions listen to the extremes and not the majority, not the middle. And, th- and they have empowered mm-hmm. the extremes to be more extreme. Yep. And I think that as as that continues to happen, this country is going to be more and more in a mess. Literally torn apart. I mean, yeah. that's what Even is happening. W- the fabric of our of our cohesiveness as a, as a country is torn apart. So anyway, yeah. but Billy Bush, look, good for him yeah. that, that he has worked on himself. Um, and again, worked on himself. You know, it's like. Yeah, we, we we say that and we sort of toss it aside, but he really has done it. And yeah. and look, that was an embarrassing incident for, for Billy Bush. I don't want to, you know, sort of take away that the incidents are different. You know, Will Smith sort of snapped on stage and Billy Bush had a moment where it was thought was private and became public and was deeply embarrassing. But you got to move on. And look, he is not defensive. I think one of the most important things mm-hmm. he's sort of communicating without communicating directly to Will Smith is 
do the work and turn it into a positive. Don't sort of defend the actions in any way. Just just move forward. Keep taking put one step and in front of the other. At a point, why can't right? an apology work? But I think we'll. I it's think, too quick. Yeah, I think Will Smith has. Oh, you 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 need a pound of flesh. Well, the world well, needs a pound of flesh, twice, right? So. You're looking at Billy Bush now, three well, years on from the event, right? Exactly. And the pound of flesh was the three years. Okay, but why did Billy Bush? Why did we need that pound of flesh from him? It's a, that is that is the million dollar I, question. I, I, Why do I we need you, this three years you, pound of flesh? Can I tell you? We lost a, out on Billy. Can Bush I tell you years. what a lot of reporters have said to me privately? You know, everybody has interviewed people where they act inappropriately or tell a joke that's really bad, mm -hmm. and then they will giggle because they don't want the person to walk away from the interview. Right. Right? It's and, social lubrication in some, in and some sense. Look, I don't know what else happened in the bus in terms of what Billy said or whatever else, and he laughed, and it was a terrible thing to laugh at. But a lot of reporters are saying, oh, my God, I might have done the same thing. If you if you dragged every person you were interviewing on the mat for every comment they made, you wouldn't get many. Right. Interviews. So what I'm saying yes. is so what I'm saying and what Donald Trump said was despicable and yeah. awful. Indefensible. But and, and look, and Billy Bush, you know, maybe, you know, it's fine. NBC fires him, whatever. What is he working on? Don't laugh. Right. What is he what is yeah. he working on? It's a good question. You know, he's. Are you worried that there's no sincere? Like, you know what, what, he's what does he need on? to work on? You know on? what he's working he's just on? Taking his time out. He's saying, "Why did my life crumble?" Yeah, you thought the same thing about Whoopi. You're like, "What is Whoopi going to learn during her timeout?" Which was absurd. Which, right? which, which I was agree. absurd. Whoopi Goldberg was absurd. That was absurd. That one was that particularly she was, absurd. That she was on an opinion-based show. But that's what we should be looking at. It's like the fact that ABC put her on a, this. It's because of the this, mob. This incredibly smart. Um, thoughtful woman mm -hmm. with a history you know of you know of really being thoughtful and interesting and 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 put on a show where she's supposed to express her view even if it's because god forbid it's wrong and she learns from it and she apologizes you still need to go on a timeout we want to put you in a room where you can sit in the corner and think for two weeks how ridiculous. I was hoping the absurdity of that would highlight the absurdity of how we but handle these issues, but it didn't. Right, I was like, this will be the one that let, everyone's like, this is ridiculous. But right. we'll be on timeout. And he apologized twice. I mean, he did one on social media and then he had a second one that was uh, more genuine. And at this point, I think he sort of, like Billy said, kind of learned from his mistake. And it's just like, what, else needs, to be, yeah, what else he needs to happen to him? Okay, yep. well, let, let, let's end this because I just find this so... <laughs> We've got so, them all worked up. I, I'm going to wind them down like, with Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Tiger Woods is a, just a great example of you can't take a snapshot and say that's going to define somebody because, you know, back with the Ellen Nordegren uh, incident with the golf club and the Ambien and the whole thing, a lot of people thought it was over for him then, too. What a roller coaster his life has been. Huh? Unbelievable. So Tiger Woods is back at the Masters. It is just you know, we covered this story. You know, we broke a lot of these stories when he almost lost his leg, almost mm -hmm. may have lost his life. I mean, that was, he was in bad shape. He was mangled, yeah. He walked four miles on a golf course yesterday and shot under par um, at the Masters. It's unbelievable. And he sank, a, he sank a 30-foot putt that looked like vintage Tiger. You can see it on our website. He It's 30 feet away, and you really get a sense of the distance, and he gives that Tiger <laughs> fist pump, and you feel like you're whisked back to 1997 when he was on top of the world. And you're right. this He is the example of life is long, man, and you mm -hmm. can't count anyone out. Never. He, I, nev I didn't think he would ever walk a golf course recreationally again. He's right. at the Masters, the biggest event in golf. And he's 
competitive. He's going to probably make and, the weekend. And, 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 and there's one other thing, and this kind of ties into everything. So remember back in the day when Tiger, you know, was involved with Rachel Yucatel and all the stuff came out and Elon divorced him and, and you know, he had a DUI and this whole thing. Everybody said, oh, I don't like Tiger Woods anymore. Did you see all the people in the stands applauding him, screaming for him, cheering for him? That's the even more exciting, uh, the, the more uh, sort of interesting part of all this yeah. is how the fans respond to him. I thought maybe Tiger could come back. He's so talented. But they've accepted him again. Accepted this was one of the him. most yeah. reviled guys after all of that, the, the, the fallout of what he did to Eland. Eland looked perfect and angelic mm -hmm. and he was out there in Vegas and all every one after the other was like a series of dominoes started coming out with women. And you thought, this guy will never recover. He's the He'll most never recover yeah. publicly. He is the he's most recovered. And reco he's, recovered. He's, the most he's celebrated again. Beloved person in golf. This should just show us yeah. about not taking snapshots of people. And and you know what? I love this saying or something I saw. It was like, sometimes your rock bottom is your trampoline. Like, sometimes you come back better and you need those dark spots to, to, to you know, whatever you have to do to learn, you come back better. And it's made him just, human. It, made, it makes you human. Yeah. It makes you better. And, and it humbles you almost. Yeah, I, 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 I'm floored by it. I didn't expect this kind of rebound for a figure like Tiger Woods. I just didn't. I didn't see this one coming, but I, I should have maybe. I did. <laughs> you and, did? and I hate to say because it. you've lived a lot of life, Harvey. No, I'll no tell it's you, true. You've watched I'll, a lot of people I'll, come I'll back. I'll tell you why I did because I don't think I don't think <laughs> that's seventy years I, of uh, life. I don't think people who are casually, you know, involved in golf, liking golf, liking Tiger, I don't think they can just hold on to the anger and the outrage for that long. And I thank think God. when you finally, oh, thank God, and when they finally let it go, it's like, wait a minute, I really like that guy. He's a human being, made a lot of mistakes. So did I. I love the guy. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I think that's what happened to him. And I think that's a lesson that should apply to me. It'll happen it for will. Will Smith. It again. definitely will. He'll be back and better. See it the way this all connected? I really do. <laughs> you found what? Uh, you're going to talk about the Kardashians in, in Will Smith terms as well? Yeah. <laughs> Relate every story. Pete uh, Davidson. That's too complicated. <laughs> we'll see you Monday. Have a good all weekend, right, thanks. everybody.